0: Hello legends, welcome to today's show. Catching up with Cub, as always, is brought to you by Cub, the Club United Business, Australia's number one members club connecting our country's top entrepreneurs and business leaders. And today we catch up with Cub members, Michelle and Yasmin Horner, the owners of Ignite Talent Management since starting the business over 10 years ago, Michelle has made it a family affair and has brought all three of her children into the company as co owners. Uh, we had a brilliant conversation. Uh, we discussed the film industry and entertainment industry as a whole. We discussed family business. And the real lesson I took from this episode was just give it a go. Nothing's going to come easy, but there's no reason it can't be you that wins in the end. I'm fairly certain they're going to make me famous also, which is a massive plus. Enjoy the show. guys be um, comfortable in front of microphone and cameras, or are you normally the people watching the people in front of the microphone and cameras?
1: Well, Yasmin's an actor as well. Oh yeah, so, so. she's used to both. But I'm definitely in the background. <laughs> You're definitely
0: she's
2: <laughs> behind the camera. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm the
1: one that's like do this, do that, or watch people that are saying those. But um, yeah,
0: I don't know. I reckon you've got a bit of star character about you.
1: Yeah, oh, look at that. that. Trying to build me up a little bit. <laughs> have we ever we thrown her in
0: front of the cameras and seen if she can act?
1: Yeah, we have more. Oh, do <laughs> No,
2: that's why my finger. There's <laughs> a you lot of out, <laughs> no, 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 no.
0: Well, I'm no. sitting here today and I'm very happy to be because I'm here with Michelle and Yasmin Horner, um, the owners of Ignite. And um, uh, do you want to just quickly share with us uh, what Ignite is? Because I, I thought it was a management company for mm-hmm. talent. But is there yeah. more to it?
1: But well, it is a talent management company. It is a talent it management is, company. Correct, yeah. in the entertainment business. So okay. we um, manage um, actors, comedians, performers um, in the entertainment industry. So our job is to get them work, basically.
0: Yeah, so what does a manager mean? Because my extent of knowledge of the entertainment mm. industry is entourage, <laughs> industry, which I think is quite a good is, yeah. extent yeah. of knowledge. And so you guys are like the E. The, the, you know, character E. Yeah. A, and so what does a manager actually do? Like what?
1: Everything. Yeah. Everything. I think, look, you know, sometimes we see clients and we have to recognise the potential for them to work. Um, we also have to like them. We have to feel that they're going to listen to us because there's no point otherwise. Uh, we have a very collaborative sort of relationship with the talent. So um, the talent often have an idea of what the industry is about but they don't see it from our perspective. So it's really important that we try and be transparent and try and tell them this is going to work and this isn't really going to be that successful. So we're trying to be strategic and we're trying to, you know, guide them through a very highly competitive industry um, to give them the potential to work and be successful.
0: So uh, let's say I want to start acting. Mm-hmm. Which I feel has always been my yeah, last call. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> but you've got the invite. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I would come to you yep. and I'd be like, ladies, I want to be an actor. Make me famous. Mm. And <laughs> <laughs> Which <my> other word. <laughs> <laughs> And and you guys would then look at me, look at my, I guess, you kind of with your knowledge of the industry, think, okay, this is the directions I think we should move in best into. And, and yeah. so you assist me in managing my career like finding me auditions is that where yeah I'm, I'm we just also like
2: work with our actors to put them into the right training as well so you know working on comedy training accent training sometimes languages mm-hmm. are you know a need for work so sometimes it's just working with each actor specifically finding their niche finding what they need to train up on and directing them mm. ...in that way.
0: It sounds like such a funny industry but, God, you could have some headaches as well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look,
1: the, the biggest issue for everybody is it's never enough work. Mm. And it's highly competitive. And those actors that do work, there's probably only one to five percent... ...that's working full time. So I think most actors, and there's a lot, you know, they're very passionate... ...they're very dedicated and sometimes at the end of the day... ...we've just got to be realistic. But, you know, sometimes they're not suitable yet but they will be... And it's about that development and then there's other times when you think, okay, well, you're not necessarily suitable for the Australian market but you're fantastic for the American market because your archetypes are slightly different and it's finding where they fit best. Um, but that then leads to a whole another world of, you know, hurdles to jump through to get them to the US market and 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 to be ready because that's a whole new level. Yeah, of but it's work. kind of
0: like business. It's like, okay, we're well like only 5% of businesses would do exceptionally well. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it makes sense that only 5% of actors would would do exceptionally well. Well, I mean,
1: that's the top top level, you know. So most actors dream is to have a lead role in a major feature film or TV show. Um, but everybody that we work with is working Um, ...every day. I mean, obviously there's different genres of work in our industry. So you've got commercials. So we book commercials, many commercials every single day. And that's a really good sort of experience for actors to be on set. Um, They get paid well. Um, You know, obviously it builds their relationship with casting... ...to show them what they can do. So generally, at the end of the day, you know, they're they're working. But there's different levels of work. Um, There's lower paid ads and there's very well paid
0: ads. Mm. And... And uh, I want to ask you something about the archetype thing you were saying, but before mm. we do that, you are a mother-daughter duo, yes? yes? <laughs> you a never family. So <laughs> after uh, her daddy, probably. <laughs> and and um, Michelle, why don't you uh, uh, maybe just say a couple of words now so people can identify who's who? So
1: I'm the mom. Ma- oh. um, oh <laughs> you
2: didn't
0: even start <laughs> to like, think then. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's me.
2: Yeah, no, obviously it's me, yeah.
0: And Yasmin, chuck your voice in there because you're an actor. Mm. What, actually, you know what? You should do it like some sort of accent or role for us. You're an
2: actor. You <laughs> give us so what,
0: what, putting what, me on the spot. What, what type of um, <laughs> like? What accents have you had training in? Or
2: um, pretty much. Give us. You American. know, I was well. I was born in the UK, so I can do the UK really well. I lived in America, so my American's pretty. On point, so yeah.
0: Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna try and reply in American, but I got <laughs> nervous. <laughs> no. Oh, we well, we'll pretty work impressive. You guys you. obviously have a good training routine. <laughs> Again, yeah. And and um, um, you were saying archetype. Mm. You said that twice. What do you mean by archetype?
1: It's it's more or less your branding, I suppose. You know, it's very important to know an actor um, and what the the roles that they can play. So that might be the way they look. Um, It may be um, obviously skill but generally, especially in America, um, it's well known that if you walk in a room they've made up their mind as soon as you walk in the room what roles you're likely to play. So, you you know, we actually have to
2: categorise people based on their looks, you know. It's like thinking that the actor is the business and how can we sell them.
0: Yeah, yeah. What's special? What's the what's the brand? What's these what, actors exactly? Brand? Points
1: of difference. You know, sometimes they have a cultural background that's really specific that's useful. Um, sometimes, yeah, they might be American, which is useful. I think casting here really love authenticity, so we're always very aware that we need to know our talent and what they can do, where they're from, you know, their backgrounds, so that we can sell them correctly.
0: It it, it is really is kind of like. Um you have to, it's kind of like marketing and branding for people. Yeah, Absolutely. it is. That's yeah. what we do. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. That's what we do, Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's super cool. And, yeah. and do you ever, so when, when you get actors, uh, like people will come to you, be like, listen, I'm going to be famous. Can you manage me? Do you look at them ever and say, look, no, you're not. We're not going to manage you because you suck. <laughs> like the, are there, because you imagine of there'd course. be a lot of actors. Like, so you, you.
2: there's a lot of people who don't realize how much work it is and mm. think, you know, they're going to be on a Marvel movie tomorrow. There's a lot of work and dedication behind it. You know, actors have to learn, you know, 14 pages in a couple of days. Like, it's a really, it's really hard work. And as well as you know, constant training with you know, little reward. You know, 99% of auditions you won't get. So. Um, You know, sometimes it is just getting to know the actor and their mentality and seeing, you know, how they can handle it too.
0: And do you guys, when you look at someone, are you like, okay, this person has the correct character traits to actually succeed? Like, They're going to put in the effort? Is that something you'll look for? Yeah, definitely. I
1: mean, they've got to be dedicated and they've got to be intelligent, you know. I think this industry is fast-moving. ...you've got to learn a lot of dialogue, you've got to prep um, maybe an accent... ...you've got to then read your backstory and know more about the director... ...and the production team that you're working for. You've got to understand and listen really well. So there's a lot of skills that, you know, those successful actors make look very easy. Mm -hmm. But it's not. And so some actors, we can see that potential and we can say, you know, this is... ...we can guide you through this... Um, and then there's some actors that, yeah, look, at the end of the day, it's all about their natural charisma. Um, and s- especially with some of the younger actors, for example, they're looking for that natural person, not necessarily training. So if they're booking a you know a 12-year-old or a 15-year-old, generally it's their personality. Yeah, the it's key. hard to get them to
0: act. Yeah. So if they don't
1: t- want them to act. They just want them to be themselves. Yeah, be
0: you, be 12. <laughs> exactly. Sit there and make a mess. Yeah.
1: So, you know, there, there's... Hard work and sometimes there's a lucky break. You know, this industry is very erratic, we just don't know. All we can do is prepare and, you know, strategise and um, use our knowledge as best as we can, be transparent with the actors and say this works, this works, this works. You know, and it's impossible for an actor to do everything so and you know resources and time and effort and it's one of the hardest careers out there. Mm. Um, they have to be everyone's beck and call. Cool. They have to look good. You know they have to be prepped. Um, but generally, look, you know, when we see an actor, we can see that in them. You know, there are a lot of people we go, oh, not really yet. Maybe you know, it's going to be too much work for us at the moment. Come back maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, when a time suits but we can often see an actor or a person that has that in them.
0: And so the model is that you will take a percentage of any of their booking. So any yep. of their roles, uh, you guys take a percentage of yep. the fee because you've managed that role for them to get them there and that type of thing. Exactly. Yep. And, you, yep. and you, you relay with the production and things like that representing them. Yep. Yeah, so like you kind of represent them. Yeah, either.
1: so we're the yeah. middle person. Yep. So we're between the casting director ...and the actor. So the casting will put a brief out... ...and it might be a feature film, um, shooting in Sydney... ...these are the dates, these are the breakdowns of the characters... ...and please submit your relevant actors. And, you know, our reputation is always, you know... ...there that we're going to submit those actors... ...that we know that can do that job. So we're working with the actors to say... ...hey, you know, you need to do this and this and this... ...for us to really know that you can do what we want you to do so that we can submit you for those roles mm-hmm. because, you know, our reputation, your reputation is always at stake. Um, and so, so
0: as, a ma- as a management company, hmm. talent management company, it's almost like your reputation of is kind of the most important because if you have a great reputation, yeah. the casting directors or whoever they're called are going to be like, okay, well, let's focus. Let's, let's look at these people first yeah, because they always give us good stuff.
2: We, exactly.
1: We, we never waste anyone's time. You know, time is precious. We know that casting directors, everything that we do, and Yasmin can sort of suggest that too, that every email, every submission has a deadline. So we're always working very fast and making sure that we meet those needs.
2: You know, we get calls sometimes in the middle of the night that we have to answer because, you know, people are turning up to set in the morning and maybe they forgot to mention that they need to bring something. So we're always up and working. Yeah. yeah, It's Damon in to We're at everyone's beck and call, really, but we're
1: also there to support the casting directors, give them the best talent. But we're also there for the actors, which is really important. We represent them. Mm-hmm. So yes, our job is to get them work, but it's also to support them. You know, sometimes the actors like, I've got a question, but can I ask? You know, I don't want to look silly. Like we need to help you as much as we possibly can to make sure that when you step on set that you're ready and you've got everything you need. So ask away. And we can be that middle person that can find that information out for them, you know. So, you know, even if they're sick or something, you know, we, we, we're we their confidant. We need to know so that we can submit them when and where mm-hmm. they, they fit but don't put them in a situation where they're not ready or right for
0: and so, um, and how did this all start? Why did not you take us back to, like, so you I mean, your accent's not actually acting, is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely uh, not.
1: <laughs> so uh, a bit of a long story, but I, when I left school, I went into merchant banking. The thing that I wanted to do the most when I was younger, um, I ha- had to survive on my own, you know, I didn't have a very supportive family. So the first thing I really wanted to do was just earn as much money as I possibly could. And I ended up... Probably. I have uh, an instinct in me, a survival instinct. So I worked for a local bank and then got transferred to a head office and then I ended up working for uh, a Japanese merchant bank, LTCB, and then I ended up working for J.P. Morgan. And in J.P. Morgan, really, yeah, I was working with, um, you know, people, highly educated people from at uh, Oxford and Cambridge and, you know, the top echelon of the society um, and looking at them going, I can do what you can do um, and did really well there. My boss was in Forbes and, you know, um, also what was important for me at the time was to have a family. So I then decided to have a family.
0: Let's just pause there. So mm. you had a great – it's funny too, yeah. you're like, I want cash and then yeah. the, you go to the banks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's where you would go. Yeah. <laughs> Where's well, the money? It's at the bank. Back
1: <laughs> in the day, I mean, obviously it was in the 80s, so so that's when all the dealers were driving around in Porsches. When Porsches were special, yeah. And you know, if we got taken to lunch, you know, um, it was champagne all around and it was a, it was definitely the high life. And these guys knew what they were doing, and they were very uh, well educated, and from all walks of life. So for me, it was just very empowering. Um, to
0: feel to feel that you you didn't feel it, these were, I guess, highly educated, high powered people. They probably came from very uh, strong financial backgrounds and had a lot of means and yeah. and here you are you've you've uh, made it in life yourself you you've you're not just you're a survivor but mm. you, you actually thrive really yeah. and you're like fuck I can do I'm better than these yeah. people I can yeah. do this and you, that gave you called a great common
1: conference. sense you know a lot of the things that I had were hard work ability common sense mm. dedication so… And common
0: sense is not that common.
1: No. So and it, I just uh, worked hard um, and that set me apart from some others. So it's just those interpersonal skills that, you know, if you've got staff that work hard and, uh, I get, you know, and you see someone that doesn't work hard, you know that person's valuable at the end of the day. They can build your business. But I, I knew that I could do more for myself. But at the time um, I got married, I wanted to have kids, so… I didn't want to work long, long, long hours and travel into the city at five.
0: Like and, and that's what I was curious about because you're yeah. in this—you're in a high-power job. Mm. You're killing it. You're having champagne, and caviar. Yeah. And then you—what was the? So was it a quick switch to? Yeah. Oh, I feel like having yeah. uh, kids and having a family now, or was it yeah. slow? More like, okay, I'm in a relationship. I get married. Yeah. And it, like, what what was the thought process? And were you were you were you a conscious that mm, I am? I am um, putting my career on pause mm. and it's a cre- – like what, what was that thought process? How, how did you manage uh, it's your a bit of a,
1: it, Look, at the time I wasn't that well. I was a bit sick. Mm-hmm. Um, ended up in hospital and just got a lung infection and ended up in ICU and came out of that and thought, hey, you know, what's, what's more important, you know, in life? And quality of life has always been the key for me. You know, it's not – for me it wasn't just about the money early on, it was about – ...setting myself up, being responsible for myself, you know. And I I had aspirations. I was ambitious. I wanted to do as much as I possibly could in those days, you know. And then eventually I was like, hey, you know, maybe this isn't the most important thing. I, I just feel that you get to crossroads in life and I was at that crossroad. Mm. And I decided, okay, um, the most important for me at that time was i just got married... And I thought, okay, well, we'll give it a year and then we'll start trying for children. I've always wanted children, and look what I produced. Got great kids. (laughs) Got great kids, and I'm very proud of them. And then, you know, from my perspective, being a parent, it's like, oh, what do I know about parenting? Like, okay, I'm going to work with, um, you know, something that's of interest. And at the time, it was working with kids. And I just saw this job and applied for it and was mentoring young people in um, marginalised communities where we lived. And it, it was challenging. I thought, hey, I haven't done anything like that before. Um, I'm going to give it a go and absolutely loved it.
0: Is this in the UK? In
1: the UK. And
0: so it's quite interesting because, I mean, you you got sick yeah, um, and you kind of really thought, you know, what's what's important in life? No, mm. I want a family, and then you, but you even also changed your career entirely. Oh, I've done that several times, I <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay. yeah, because so even I mean, then went and helped the world, in yeah, a sense, you completely. know. Yeah, completely.
1: I think, look, you know, you're on a journey, aren't you? It's not a linear journey at all. You know, I think when you leave school, you go, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, and then things get thrown at you, and, and then you've got to realize, do I enjoy this? You know, if you don't enjoy it, then what's the point? And I've always been very aware of quality of life. Like, you know, I've got to do this every day. I've got to want to want to do it. Yeah. Um, and, yes, obviously you've got to pay the bills too. Um, but, yeah, look, you know, it was something that I did. And then at the time uh, we all decided to emigrate to Australia, um, which we did. And then I ended up managing um, a health centre um, because some of my experience was in health as well. And worked with doctors and nurses, like a multidisciplinary team. And that was fantastic. They were awesome. And so how and old
0: w- w- was Yasmin born? And, and yeah, your other yeah. daughter's Kira? They were all
1: English born. Do you so have a brought, son? Yes, Someone Adam. told me you had a son. Adam's Adam. in LA. Okay, so, so you Adam, Adam mom, Kira. Yeah, Adam, Yasmin. Yeah. 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 So it's Adam, Yasmin and Kira. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Adam's in LA and, yeah, the two girls are here.
0: And um, so how old were the girls when you moved?
2: I was eight when we immigrated, yeah. so Kira was oh, about okay. six. Yeah.
1: And So, yeah, look, and then I started teaching at uni um, because I had my Masters and I taught several subjects. But, look, again, I got to that point of crossroads. What am I doing? Am I enjoying what I'm doing? The kids were all acting at the time. Adam had just been invited um, in LA to do a show over there and I had to fly over. A lot of their friends were... Um, actors.
0: Why? Were, were you were you in the industry at that point or were your kids just no. naturally uh, the kids showbiz were, people?
1: Yeah, they were all acting. And
2: we yeah. put her in the industry. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Look, I was like, I got to a point where I want my own business. So I was working for a company and the company itself, I just, you know, met the glass ceiling sort of situation. There was nowhere for me to go. I was tripling their business. I was just doing really well. I love the people I worked with. But what do I do now? And then I thought, you know what, I want flexibility, I want to work for myself, I just want to see where I can take this. I'd seen it from the other side of the desk as a parent with kids that were acting and we had, I'd also been to LA and met a few agents and lawyers and so seen it from that perspective I thought I could actually do really well in that field um, and I wanted to just give it a go. So I thought, okay, I resigned. how <laughs> well, much to was no. um, like shock, no. But look, again, I still my husband. <laughs> she like, said, no, don't, don't. Do it. But look, I just feel like you only live once, don't you? And you've got to do something that gives you passion. And if you don't, then you know we'll end up in a rut, and it's probably not a good position to be in. So I just thought, if I don't do it, if I fail, then fair enough. But if it succeeds, then ...we'll see where it takes us. And what
0: made you choose Australia? It speaks English, it's not America.
1: Uh, at the time all of my dad's family emigrated. Yeah. <laughs> so we had family over here. We came over for a holiday and we just fell in love with the place. We just loved the people. And uh, yeah, we applied for a visa and got it. And just thought, oh, shall we give it a go? <laughs> and it was at that time where my oldest Adam... ...was just about to go to high school. And if we thought if we don't do it now...
0: Um, We will never do it. Well, I speak for it on behalf of Australia when we say we're very happy. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. It was a win for the country. Um, Absolutely. And Michelle, you're an incredibly inspiring woman. Just see, I think, just your, not just abilities, but just your thought process. It's like, I'm going to do it. Tell me, uh, Yasmin, what has, I guess, witnessing your mother's career, how has that impacted you? Yeah, I
2: mean obviously she's created this business that has given us a lot of flexibility in a future as well. I mean it was never really set in stone that this was going to be our journey. Mm -hmm. Um, Mum never, you know, said, oh, this is your business, go to work. Like we always kind of just been like, hi, can I help you? (laughs) And and the other thing is um, I have to say I've got skills in management but the acting industry,
1: all of the guys, my kids, had such high level skills Acting, you know, training in three countries. Adam's got huge abilities with production. Um, Kira's younger and she's very with it and knows what's happening out there. So I utilise their skills. It's not like I do everything and they're following my footsteps. Mm. It's definitely a true collaboration of skills because, you know, especially as we can say, you know, technical skills, she's, you know… I, if I've got to do something technical, I go, yes. I mean.
2: <laughs> and it's, it's, you know, we need to know if a US accent is sliding or a UK accent is sliding. Okay. We need to know their comedy is not hitting the beats or, you know, the reversals of the threes just aren't lining up. So we really need to be technical on our behalf to be able to say, no, you need to go and train a bit more or, no, this is flawless. So we really need the technical skills in the acting world as well yeah. to kind of support the management.
0: But how is witnessing your mum's ambitions and abilities impacted yourself as a woman, um, as a person, sorry. Yeah.
2: Um, I mean like she's a very determined woman and she's very strong, you know, she can hold a business and it's very, very admirable as well. You know, it's definitely shaped us as women too in the business industry to... Be strong and stand up for ourselves.
0: Because I can't remember why I don't know. I must have been drunk, but we, we, were, having, we were having a drink at Cub, the three of us, mm-hmm. and we we're sending out I think I was having a margarita, so it might have been too strong. But but I remember you saying, Michelle, that, oh no, it's my my daughter's company. Um, uh, well, and so yeah. It. So, so we,
1: when we started to brand Ignite, and it, my my theory of. I want it to develop. How do I develop it? And we always utilise different models that are successful. One of the successful models. Business models. Business models for us is, you know, looking at the US and what, what works well over there. Can we transfer it here? And also being very aware that actors, we don't want to get too big. You know, we want actors to feel that they're being looked after. But also at the end of the day there's different levels of actors. So when I started Ignite, it was very much about the elite, you know. I wanted actors that could really do the leading roles, and actors that are, you know, are very well trained. But then that's again, what you wanted. That's to. what I wanted. Um, you know, it's a reputation, and my time is valuable, and so is theirs. So I didn't want to waste anyone's time. But and then, when
0: did you start Ignites? Oh, it's
1: ten years. In, oh, okay. ten wow. years in January it was so. But then we were seeing some potential actors that weren't quite there yet, and we didn't want to sort of dilute our talent you know in in that regards on ignite so we did actually see a huge potential of creating a a different stable under storm where yasmin with her skills and her development potentials with the um, actors is to guide them through you know the next six months to a year to sort of bring them up to speed so we created storm so that yasmin could fully manage that um, department so, so that's
2: her you know it's a it's a division of ignite yeah. but it's still under the umbrella Under the umbrella but explain
0: so it's called storm yeah. it's a it's a company which is a division of ignite yes. and and what does storm do that's different to ignite
2: so we take on the actors who may not be there yet like me yeah so you like take me so I take you and, yeah. and I develop you and we'd we'll work on your branding and you know really focus on um, mm. where you could go American action. you
0: know what, like if I was going to be an actor, the, the kind of character that I reckon I'll do great, do you know Gladiator the movie? Yeah. What's the, um, uh, the evil guy's name? He's also the Joker in that movie. What's his name, Laura? Laura, I haven't what's his seen name? Laura, what's his name? Yeah. <laughs> yeah go, oh, my God. You're thing you
2: think, you know, at least you know
0: who know, you are. Glad, oh, my God, we're going to have to fix that. <laughs>
2: yeah. um, I'll think of his name. We're mate. focusing the on the stuff that he's doing now. We're on the
1: spot. <laughs> anyway, I'll be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Yasmin obviously has yeah, her own got, actors that she manages and brings them up to the level. So, again, like we might see a – a 10-year-old that we think, oh, he's so super cute and has got skills and the mum and dad are really lovely Um, and that's where then Kira would manage. So she would manage the under-18s and Yasmin would manage the developing talent and I would manage the experienced talent. So we're all very focused on our actors and so that we're not sort of, you know, obviously we want to make sure everyone's getting equal attention. So,
0: and so it's a real family business, literally the youngest daughter, Kira's got the yeah. youngest actors and yeah, yeah. you have the next stars Yeah, yeah. and then Michelle you've got the yeah. heavy hitting talent. And of Adam course.
2: also has a production company as well. So he produces film and TV yeah. in, in LA. In LA, yeah. yeah. So oh, wow. again
1: the model is a traditional sort of model in the US where you have a talent management company and you run a production, side, uh, production team alongside it. So we've got Ignite Pictures which Adam runs and I think today he's – in various collaborations and forms produced about 13 feature films, three TV shows, a doc- one or two documentaries. Um, and obviously that helps us because they're in that team there's sales people that go to all the film festivals and markets. So we're basically clued in to anything and everything that's happening in the marketplace. Um, if we decide to produce anything, we reverse engineer. We know there's a need, there's a gap. We're not producing stuff just to sell. We're actually, hey, there's an opportunity here. You know, we, we, we have, you know, opportunities with investors and we can script write and we can actually create. It opens create, a lot of doors. Obviously, yeah. So it gives us a lot of insight into the industry and, again, which actors are valuable and what, what we need to sort of bring into our stables to help support that.
0: And what was the reason that you 10 years ago decided, no, i want to start my own business? Was it – I guess you briefly mentioned you hit the glass ceiling. Was yeah. that when you made the transition or –
1: I think it was just a a decision I made you know I felt like um, I wasn't really I I was valued by my team but the bosses weren't very um, sort of supportive and I just thought you know I want to do something that it comes back down to quality of life if I can do something what can I do and then I sort of well we've got a family full of actors how can I help them and help myself at the same time. It just made sense.
0: You're like Australia's Christiana, literally, <laughs> <laughs> <Absolutely. laughs> completely. She's definitely a mama jar. Kira would love you, <laughs> <so>. mama jar. <job. laughs> <laughs> and um, and yeah. Yasmin, uh, how old are you? Do you mind if I ask? I'm 26. Okay, so you were only 16. So it was was Yasmin? Were your kids the first people you managed?
1: Um, No, well, they obviously jumped on board. Um, When I was doing my Masters I used to go to a cafe and drop them off at an acting school. I was a little bit like, you know, studying and having 20 coffees and then picking them up but generally they had a lot of friends who were acting and I could see them all sort of languishing and not really having any direction. So initially I took on a number of acting, you know, young actors and then it just went from there.
0: And when did did you bring... um, your kids into the business as part of the business, part of running it? Was it was
2: it? kind of like a natural progression for us. I mean it was never like we graduated school and we went to join the agency. Like, you know, I moved to Vancouver for a couple of years. I waitressed and… Um, you were a real as, actor. I was a real actor, <laughs> literally. Um, you know, same with, you know, Kira. She decide, she went into fashion um, and then, you know, I was kind of really missing something and I really wanted to, you know, I, I, when I came back to Australia, I gave it a go. I was like, oh, look, let me see what I can do. I wasn't, you know, it's like starting any job. It's always a bit daunting. Um, and, you know, like Michelle said, my acting ability really helped yeah. develop and nurture some actors and give them some natural direction. So I think it was just a natural thing that just happened with all of us. Even Kira, you know, she's always loved working with kids. And so when we when she came away from fashion, um, you know, we had a brainstorming session and she said, I would love to work with kids. So we opened up a kids division. Yeah. So it's just, it was it's all just sense. a natural thing. Yeah, I would never say you're doing this.
1: They've got to want to do it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think also it's really important that they get some life under their belt as well.
0: You know, I, I'm a big fan fan of family business because I also think when it's a family business you can trust the business Completely. because you know it's it's a family there yeah. it's, not yeah. the, it's not just a brand with no face that you know, yeah. if they screw you yeah. it doesn't matter like it's a it's, it's yeah. a family and they care about it, it's their livelihood it's always it's always a more trustworthy yeah. business I'm am a massive and that's what I want Cub to be as well mm. for many generations but but what are some of the lessons I guess you've learned in in, could, could, in in having a family business, because uh, from both, because I mean, one side, uh, I'm sure you might have ideas that you want to uh, bring to your mom, and and uh, at the same time, uh, Michelle, you, you probably have to have serious conversations <laughs> in regards to results. With but, you know, like, well, what's the dynamic? In, uh, uh, what does your quarterly meeting look like? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean,
1: I, I came from a job where yeah, we had weekly meetings mm-hmm. and strategic plans, and you know. Funding that we had to tick off. To really, at the end of the day, I'm um, very aware that it's our business and what we make of it, we make of it. So, it we collaborate, it's strength based. There's things that I can't do; that these guys can do. Um, but we're also very aware that we're building our own business, and that is something that sort of drives everybody every day. You know, we're not doing it for someone else; we're doing it for us. Um, So that's, I think, really empowering for everyone. It's entrepreneurial. We're always looking at new ideas, new platforms, always engaging. And, you know, I think it's an open book. You know, if someone says, hey, I've got this idea, we listen. I I go on holiday, they cover for me. So we've all got the focus of the business at heart, which is really important because Mm. if we don't put the work in, we don't succeed.
0: Yeah, but at the same time you have the flexibility and freedom to – to live life, yeah, do com- family, completely. do everything and, and you, you've yeah. got um, your family there to be there yeah. to, for the business when, you know, if you need to take a, a yeah. time off for whatever reason. Yeah,
1: quality of life I think for me. I think also it's great we've got an office but we can also be based anywhere. So if Yasmin… Um, you know, wants to go to Vancouver for, you know, a training course, we can easily, she can easily work from there too. Mm. Um, The same with the US. So generally, yeah, it's about having the opportunity to explore life as well as work hard Um, is important. You know, I've done the nine-to-five job, you know, um, and it's not easy. It's not an easy life to lead. But when you've got a job that, yeah, okay, we're not nine-to-five and, you know, we might be working from 7 o'clock in the morning to 11 o'clock at night sometimes... But it's for us, and it's you know that's the and also we love our actors, we want them to succeed. All of them are just beautiful people. They work hard. They're really creative. They're really you know talented. Um, So yeah, why would we not want to? Yeah, I guess you know.
0: your job is to literally help people realize their dreams. Yeah, realize yeah. their. That's a nice job. To have. Yeah,
1: we fist pump. We love you know the goals that we kick. You know, there's always challenges. There's challenges in life. You know, people have. ...issues sometimes and we help them through it. Like we, we're very transparent with actors. It, it's not an easy life and we're there to help them. But some manage it better than others... And, ...and and sometimes people go through stages where they need more help... ...and we can support them through that. Yeah, it's but. very
0: very similar to how as a business owner as well... ...with their staff, you know, life problems happen. Mm. People's yeah. family gets sick, people get sick, things happen... ...like shit happens. I think part of being a, a great company and a great leader is... Mm is making sure they know that you're there to support them for those things, not just work things but also life. I actually think all business owners should be aware that people are going to fluctuate in terms of their, not character, but their their happiness because things happen. Yeah. You know, they need to know that the business owner – can can see that, they can tell the they can tell you the leader and, and you will help them through it and, and guide them and give them that comfort.
1: I mean especially because of COVID. We're juggling so much because of COVID, especially in the entertainment industry and some actors can deal with that and some can't. Well tell you us,
0: how, how, is the, how has COVID affected the industry?
1: Obviously poor old Melbourne um, got hit the most with more lockdowns and what happened where it was initially everything got shut down and postponed. Um, and then generally then when... Everyone had a bit of a strategy. They started opening up the markets but most things moved from Melbourne to Sydney. So it was really tough on the actors that were based in Melbourne. So from our perspectives we were just juggling, okay, this is not Melbourne talent now, it's Sydney talent, we're rebooking talent, you know, dates
2: have changed. We were very lucky to have actors in different states. We were very, very lucky with our pool of actors, you know, located elsewhere. You know, when Melbourne shut down, our Sydney actors got a lot of the work... Um, Who knows what happens with these Sydney lockdowns? It might move back to Melbourne. So we are very lucky that we have actors all across Australia really.
0: Mm. And what about Hollywood? Because I have not (laughs) noticed many good films coming out Uh, in the past few years. Nothing's happening. Well, it did get locked
1: down but I think now they're in full catch-up mode of producing as much content as they can. I mean they were working, starting to work through COVID and anyone on set would have, you know, a COVID test every other day. Um, a very, very tight sort of scheduling and safety precautions. And it
2: does take a while to produce films as well. Yeah. So. You know, I mean, <laughs> I'm I, expecting uh, some quality. a uh, 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 word. Uh, we're, we're working on it.
0: <laughs> it's a word for me, right? Gladiator.
1: We've got our cast. <laughs> <laughs> we're
0: shooting
1: two films at the moment in Chicago, so we'll let you know when they're out. Please. But, um, yeah, look, it is, it's harsh for the industry and, you know, I think now we've managed it and, you know, obviously the first priority was to look after everybody. But now it's about survival, how do we navigate around it and how do we help our actors navigate around it. Um, And it's, you know, a dilemma but it's like anything, it's possible. You've just got to have the right mentality and um, sustainability and, you know, um, support networks.
0: And um, Michelle, as the matriarch (laughs) of the family, (laughs) um, how did you you manage… not just uh, your company and the team and your family, but also your actors. How did you manage it? it? managed everybody through the the real deep part of COVID when it was first happening. And
1: yeah, I suppose I'm trained in that field yeah, from my previous jobs—the mentoring, the you know, the counselling aspect of everything. So, and also just the common sense. It's terrible and we've, you know, it is, is not a great situation for the whole world to be in but in some ways it could be worse. Obviously work is not the priority or health is. So as long as you're safe, that's all that matters.
0: And that's what you communicated yeah. to everybody. Yeah,
1: and look, you know, there were some guys that were stressing long term. You know, some people had lost a year and a half's contracts overnight. Uh, we had one actor, she lost like three major roles. Oh my God. Um, yeah, but she luckily enough she's one of the ones that were – pretty savvy and, okay, we'll come back, no problem. But, yeah, look, I think it's just about being sensible, you know, you're safe, you know, take care of yourself and we, we're here for you. We did take the time yeah. to
2: check in with all the actors over that period of time just to make sure everyone's okay, checking yeah. in, just having a, a bit of a chat just to see how they all were. So I think that helped everyone get through it. You know, we do have that support network and, you know, even the actors were supporting each other through the time because it's the industry.
0: And, and I mean, you really highlighted... Um, the, the first thing you focused on was safety and security. So mm. in times of crisis, yeah. the, I mean the first step, m- make sure everyone feels yeah. safe. You know, whether it be, guys, you're going to have your job still, we're going to get through this, or whether it be like health. Mm. But safety is kind of the first thing and, and I, I would agree with that. I reckon that's kind of what we did Is a Laura? safety first. We yeah. did more safety in terms of <laughs> job safety. <laughs> like no one's losing their job, don't yeah. worry. Like that was the first thing. It's not thing.
1: A life and death situation where, mm. you know, I think at the end of the day if you're secure at home – And you're being, Mm. you know, supervised with various restrictions and it's a good thing. Um, But look, at the end of the day, um, I'm older. So there's been, we've seen things, you know, with the younger generation, (laughs) it's hard. Shit has (laughs) happened. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen stuff. Um, and, And our parents, you know. Obviously the stories from our parents, you know, they've had, you know, they've been through wars and yeah. things like that So, and not eaten for weeks and stuff like this. So when we look at ourselves and go, it's not all that bad, like it's bad, but we can manage this. Pick up crocheting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I started learning to bake. You know, I haven't done that in years. And just what well, make use of the time, be positive about it because often I find with actors they're running here, they're running there, you know, they've got, Little time to spare, so just make this time to spend with your family. You know, get on FaceTime, like chat to your people that you know. And there was a lot of sociable stuff that was happening online, which was really great to see. A lot of Zoom calls, Zoom calls galore, and um, classes like I think, there was way around, yeah. It. Even the casting directors, I think you know, they they know it's an ecosystem, they know that everyone needs to be supported. And they all, you know, asked the agents to jump online on a Zoom call to check in on how we were, which was really lovely. So I think, you know, at the end of day, an in industry is um, fast and furious, but at the times when we need, it's supportive. Mm. And uh, that's really important to know that, you know, we, we do the job because we are passionate but we also do care and that's what makes us good managers at the end of the day, I think. Yeah. Um, if we didn't care about a talent, then we're in the wrong job. <laughs> <laughs> it would be good terrible. Well, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and good leaders. Yeah, yeah mm. I think influence we need to showcase. This is what you can do in these times, make use of that time, you know, and when we get busy, we're going to get busy. Mm. So... Um, when you look back you'll go I wish I'd done this and done that and there's things that we always say look there's skills that you can develop that doesn't cost so do this because it's not gonna hurt the bank balance and you know, or network, or speak to people. Always network. Create, you know, network, network, network. network. <laughs> uh, it's all about
0: having the right community around. It is, oh. you know,
1: write a script, you know, you know, because at the times when and share that already, script with your uh, network. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> 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 and
1: shoot something. Like there's been people that've shooted you know, various things on online. It's been quite interesting. So, yeah, just utilise the, the mm. different situations that you're in.
0: It is also true. Generations are getting softer and softer. <laughs> as hey, watch it. Look. Back
1: in the day. Back in the day. Yeah, back in the yeah. day. We used to
0: weather some real shit. <laughs> I
1: mean, I used to get up really early and walk to school yeah. and, Dodge know. bullets
0: and things, yeah. <laughs> we you guys were, have it easy.
2: We're just smart. Yeah, we're like, no, oh, I don't need to do we're that. We're like, we'll catch a bus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but,
2: yeah,
1: That's I mean, look, you know, uh, part of our job is every day is different. Um, ...from one day to the next, there's a different brief, there's a different demand... ...there's different, you know, sometimes it's extremely busy... ...and sometimes it's quieter. And we m- make the most of every moment that we can... ...to make sure that we're heading in the right direction... ...with our individual actors and as a whole, as a company. And as
0: a business to to, to survive ten years, there's a tiny percent... ...actually I forgot the percentage, I should have my iPad yeah. out to look it up... ...but there's yeah. a tiny percent of biz- businesses that actually make it to ten years... And those that do, uh, the odds of continuing for, yep. for, for a long time successfully are astronomically higher. It's that tough. It yeah. just shows that what your leadership skills and, and I guess what you guys are doing, it, 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 um, it works.
1: It does work and we're growing even more. We're looking to open up in the US a branch now. Um, and, you know, a lot of our TV shows and feature films hopefully will hit the market in the next year or two and… Look, you know, at the end of the day we love what we do when we create work and we want to give as many people as many opportunities as possible. So we're always looking at what can we do next. So we're never standing still.
0: Well, if you ever need a lead actor. Yeah. I'm, if I got <laughs> you <know> involved, what? <laughs> I, well, if I got involved I'd, I'd go straight to the top. Yeah. I, wouldn't be, I okay. wouldn't be messing around with no. No commercials, none of that. No. Okay. I'd be straight in leading role. Yeah. I've had a lot of experience in front of talking in front of people, a lot of experience smiling when I can't be bothered. I can do a lot of things. <laughs> that's, a yeah, right a, <laughs> that's a sales pitch right there. As the head of the yeah. Cub United yeah. business, you, you have to really put you've on a show a sometimes. Of, yeah. yeah, you've got yeah. a lot of personality, so. and
1: I'm sure your team loves you and yeah. have the same sort of feeling working for Cub than our team has working for Ignite. We're very much aligned. It's a family business at the end of the day, isn't it? Yeah,
0: 100%. So. And, yeah. and we do have to wrap up soon. So I wanted to ask um, each of you a question. Mm-hmm. We'll start with. Yasmin, I haven't um. actually thought of your question yet. So. <laughs> I give him a Michelle minute. I what I go
2: on, give a <laughs>
0: No, I guess my question to you would be: What are your ambitions with in life in the in your future in these next twenty years, in relation to your business and your life and how you want them to coincide?
2: I think the thing with us is we take every opportunity as it comes. You know, we don't say no to anything. Every opportunity we go with it and see how we can expand the business. How can, you know, we do this. So, I mean, the fact that, you know, I think it was my idea about the US. Yeah, well, so yeah. um, how can we... <laughs> Bit of an ego. No, idea. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um So, look, we, we're always looking to expand. We're always looking at the next opportunity and how we can go further. And, you know, we've always got our eyes open. And we're always, you know, working as a team to kind of put that in motion. So
0: and so, by the time you're a mother and you're at, you're the (laughs) matriarch. Yeah. (laughs) Where Where would you like to see the business?
2: Oh, I don't know. I mean, I would love to see the business as big as possible. Like, I I'll be a (laughs) man. I'll be a man. I mean, the business is the priority. Like, that's. All of our focus at the moment. I haven't really thought about the other stuff. To be honest, I still feel like <laughs> I mean, I'm twelve. That's, yeah. but that's
0: interesting, but that, that's that. That's what I was curious about. You know, the business really is your life passion. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. And and um, Michelle, yeah, what is the greatest lesson, if you could choose one of your lessons, it doesn't have to be from the business, it could be for, but I, I'm more interested in regarding just your life experiences as a whole because I think you've just got that. You know, some people are winners and some aren't. And you just have for some reason, <laughs> ah, I think people you're are born like that. <laughs>
2: Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was You're, was in the developing, <laughs> you're in the developing actors. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but but um, no, I guess what is the one life experience that helped you see things in a winning perspective? Or what is the greatest lesson that you've accomplished that you've that you could share with uh, y- your kids, uh, your actors, and the listeners um, regarding a, an important lesson in life?
1: I think, uh, look, it's hard, but
0: maybe to do with work.
1: Don't doubt yourself too much. I think it is the theory of giving it a go. I think at the end of the day, nobody. You look at people and they're successful, but they had to start somewhere. And I think there's no reason why it can't be you. You've just got to be really hardworking and persistent. It doesn't come easy. So people that think it's going to be easy, it's probably they're in the wrong job. So for me it's like you can do whatever you want to do but you've got to be realistic and you've got to be authentic and you've got to be better than anybody else. But there's no reason why not. Yeah. So, you know, when I probably looked and thought, Do I want to be a talent manager? I didn't really know, but I thought I'm going to give it a go because that seems to be the area that's going to help us as a family the most. And look at the time, I learned along the way. I didn't know everything. I made mistakes like anybody else. Uh, We've tried things that failed and then moved on. So from my perspective, you know, if it looks scary, it's a good thing. You know, challenge yourself. Do things that, you know, you think, oh, Am I going to learn from this? Yes, great. Am I going to fail from this? Potentially. I think I, I say to so Yasmin a couple of times I heard a celebrity chef say um, I tried, I've got two really, really successful businesses but I actually tried ten businesses and only two were successful but they're very successful. But if I hadn't have tried the other eight, I wouldn't have got there. So I just think that's, a you know, life is short. You know, it's about doing something that you love. You've got to learn from everything that you do. Um, but don't think, don't doubt yourself, like give it a go.
0: Yeah, well, I think that's probably one of my favourite lessons is is um, uh, just do it. Yeah. Give it a go. Yeah. It's not going to be easy but there's no reason why it can't be you that yeah. that hasn't.
1: And if you do something that fails and it's not right for you, then you're never going to, you know, look back and go, we should have done this. Mm. So, and I always think that from my previous work that all of the skills I had accumulated has come to fruition. You know, I've worked in finance, I've worked with people, um, I've worked with management, I've educated people at the highest level. So all of those aspects have come together to be Ignite. So it's all been worthwhile.
0: Well, thank you both so much for your time today. Thank you for being involved in the community. It's definitely a (laughs) a much better more beautiful community with with, uh, your whole family involved. And to the listeners, if you want to find out more about the amazing uh, Yasmin and Michelle Horner, go to cub.club forward slash podcast and you'll find a bunch of information, uh, video footage, all sorts of things. Um, Ladies, thank you. Thank you. Listeners, I hope you enjoyed the show.